0: Bismillah ar rahim rabbil alamin, wa muhammadin, wa ala alihi wa sahbihi We continue the explanations uh, on the surah now, Tafsir surah al-Ikhlas. Surah al-Ikhlas is surah 112. Allahu Samad lam yalid walam yulad walam yakun lahu kufuwan ahad It is mentioned that the reason behind the revelation of this surah is that the mushriks or the Jews told the Prophet Alayhi Salatu Wassalam sit lana rabbak describe to us your lord rabbak your rabb fa anzala Allah hadhihi surah so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this surah this is reported by Imam Ahmad in his Musnad and by At-Tirmidhi uh, in his book uh, At-Tirmidhi Kitab At-Tafsir qul the address is to the prophet alayhi salatu and to the ummah to the muslims huwa Allahu ahad meaning He is Allah, the one who you are talking about and the one whom you are asking about. He, Ahad, meaning, single, alone, singled out by magnificence and greatness, nothing like unto Him, and He has no partner, but he is singled out with magnificence and greatness. Azza wa jal, most mighty and most majestic, is he. Allahu Samad. The co- most comprehensive meaning concerning the term as-samad is the one who is perfect in his attributes. And whom all the creatures need. And it is narrated from Ibn Abbas. May Allah be pleased with both of them that As-Samad is the one who is perfect in his knowledge, perfect in his clemency, perfect in his might, perfect in his ability, and perfect in all of the other attributes that He mentioned. So, this means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free of all wants. Because He is perfect. And the one whom all the creatures seek and need. For whom all the creatures need. So therefore, this comprehensive meaning of As-Samad again is Al-Kamilu Fi Sifatihi The perfect in His attributes Whom all the creation needs. As-Samad Lam Yalid Lam Yalid He begets not why? Because He, Most Mighty, Most High, And Magnificent, La مثيل له, There is nothing like unto Him. He has no co-equal. والولد is part of his father or parents as Allah as the Prophet Sallallahu said concerning his daughter Fatima Innaha bad'atun minni she is part of me and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala there is no co-equal and it's also known that the child is sought to be a help to carry on the affairs of this life or to continue the offspring and lineage and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is free of all that and that's why he begets not. and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made this clear that this is impossible that he begets as in surah al-an'am in surah 6 101 anna yakoonu lahu walad walam takun lahu sahibatun wakhalaka kulla shayin wa huwabikul shayin alim How can he have children when he has no wife? He created all things and he is the all-knower of everything. So, the child needs a wife to give birth to. While well, Allah is the creator of all things. And so, if he is the creator, since he is the creator of all things, then everything is Separate from him and distinct from him. And in Allah's saying, Nor was he begotten, or he begots not, there is a response to three deviant groups from the children of Adam. They are, number one, the Mushriks, the Pagans, secondly, the Jews, and thirdly, the Christians. Because the mushriks took the angels who are slaves of Allah and said they are daughters of Allah. And the Jews said Uzair is the son of Allah. And the Christians said Al-Masih Isa ibn Maryam. As the son of Allah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Belied them all. In this verse. لم يلد ولم يولد. He begets Not. Nor was he begotten. Because he. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The most mighty and most magnificent. Is the first. Nothing is before him. So, how could he be begotten? Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَلَمْ يَكُنْ لَهُ أَحَدٌ There is no co-equal to him in all of his attributes. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala denied for himself that he begets or was begotten or having co-equal in this surah so this surah has great merits to it the prophet alayhi said concerning the merit of this surah innaha ta'adilu al quran it's equal to one third of the noble quran it is equal to one third of the quran as in Sahih al-bukhari volume 6 Hadith number 533. So, it's equivalent or equal to one third of the Quran. But, it does not stand as a substitute for it. Meaning, it's equal to one third but does not stand as a substitute to the one third. This is proven for if the person would repeat this surah in the Quran three times, it will not be sufficient, it will not stand to be sufficient if he does not read the Fatiha. Although, if he recites it three times, it is as if he recited the entire Qur'an. But it does not stand to be a substitute for it. And don't feel, don't take it as something strange, that something would be equal to something but does not stand as sufficient here the prophet alayhi for example said that whoever says la ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah lahul mulku wa hamdu wa huwa ala kulli shay'in qadir fakanama a'taqa arba'ata anfus min bani isma'il aw min The one who says La ilaha illallah alone without a partner to him is the kingdom and to him is all praise and he is able to do everything it is as if he frees four souls from the children of Ismail However, if this person is legally bound to expiate by freeing one slave, and he says this remembrance, it would not be sufficient to relieve him from the expiation. And this is clear. So, to put it in other words, if there is an expiation on this person uh, due to, as a legal punishment, he needs to expiate by freeing a slave. He cannot now stand and say the remembrance the one who says, La ilaha illallah, it is as if he uh, freed four souls from the children of Israel. And he says, Well, alhamdulillah, now I have freed four. No, actually he must if there is a slave, he must go for the expiation, to free him. This surah, the messenger sallallahu alaihi wa used to recite this surah in the second rak'ah of sunnat al-fajr and in sunnat al-maghrib and in the two rak'ah of tawaf following the Circulation around the Kaaba. And he also used to recite it in al witr In the odd prayer. Because it is established upon pure sincerity to Allah. And That's why it is called Surat Al-Ikhlas. Surat Al-Ikhlas. The Surah Al-Sincerity. This brings the explanation to an end of this Surah. We move to Surat Al-Falaq. The next one, please. قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ سورة 113 من شر ما خلق ومن شر عاصق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاتات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد سورة الفلق Explanation means kaffara Al-falaq, the overall meaning I seek refuge with Allah, the Lord of the daybreak Min from the evil of what He has created and from the evil of the darkening night as it comes with its darkness or the moon as it sets or goes away and from the evil of the witchcrafts When they blow in, in the knots, and from the evil of the envier when he envies. Rabb al-Falaq, the Rabb of al-Falaq, the daybreak, is Allah. And Falaq is the daybreak, al-Isbah, and it also could be more general than this. It could refer to everything which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala cleaves and op- and, and breaks like the they break, like the seed and so forth. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in Surah Al-An'am, in chapter 6, verse 95 and 96. إِنَّ اللَّهَ فَالِقُ الْحَبِّ وَالْنَوَى And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, فَالِقُ isbah. Very late is Allah who causes the seed, grain, and the fruit, stone, to split and sprout. He brings forth the living from the dead, and it is who brings forth the dead from the living. And then He is the cleaver, the one who cleaves the daybreak. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, قُلْ أَعُوذُ Rabbil الْفَلَقِّ So I seek refuge in the Rabb of Al-Falaq, of the daybreak. And it could be more comprehensive, as we now know, than this. Min sharri ma خلق From the evil. Min sharri ma خلق From the evil of what he has created. Meaning. Min sharri جميع المخلوقات wa minhun nafs. Meaning from the evil of all creatures. Including oneself. Because the self incites evil. So when you say. Min sharri ma خلق from the evil of what he has created, the first thing which is included is oneself. As came in the opening sermon of the Prophet A.S. We seek refuge in Allah from the evils of ourselves, he sallallahu alayhi wa said. And this also includes Shayaateen al-insi wal-jinni wal-hawam wa-gayre-thalik. The shayaateen of mankind and of jinn and al-hawam. The, the, uh, you know, harmful, uh, animals and the, and the like. And also from wa-min shari ghasiqin ida wakab. Al-Ghasiq, it is said that this is the Al-Layl, the Bark, the night. And it is said that it is the moon. And the correct opinion is that it comprises and fits both. As to it being the night, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Isra, 1778, أَقِمِ الصَّلَاةَ لِدُلُوكِ الشَّمْسِ إِلَىٰ غَسَقِ اللَّيْلِ Perform the salah from midday till the darkness, غَسَق, غَسَق, the darkness of the night. وَاللَّيْلِ in it, many animals and, and beasts and so forth come out. So that's why, one seeks refuge in Allah from the evil of the night, the darkness of the night. As to the moon, it came in the hadith, and at-Tirmidhi said it is hadithun on sahih, good and hasan, and authentic. In that hadith, the Prophet ﷺ, it is reported that he, showed Aisha the moon and said هذا هو الغاسق this is الغاسق and it is as such because its authority is during the night ومن شر إذا وقب waqab. what is وقب meaning when it comes in so when the Night comes with its darkness. Then it takes over. With its authority. And similarly the moon. When it lights. By. Its light. Then also. It comes in with its authority. And this takes place only during the night. So, the next verse. seeking so refuge also further more from وَمِنْ شَرِّ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ And from the evil of النَّفَّاثَاتِ When they blow in the nuts. What is النَّفَّاثَاتِ? هُنَّ السَّاحِرَاتِ This refers to the sorceress, sorcerers, sorcerers, women who do sorcery and blow in knots and blow certain made up words including names of shayatin, on each knot they blow upon they knot and they blow they knot and they blow while doing so they intend a certain person and so this magic now befalls him or her. And Allah mentioned the female sorceress, the, source, the female sorcerer, and not the male because most of those who use this type of magic are from women. And it is possible that the meaning also may be that the Nafasat means both who blow the knots, men and women. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said also, وَمِنْ شَرِّ hasidin إِذَا حَسَدٍ And from the evil of the envier when he envies. Who is Al-Hasid, the envier? He is the one who takes the ni'mah of Allah, the favor of Allah to be bestowed on others. So you find him, you find himself restricted, cannot tolerate if he sees the favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestowed either in wealth or in status or knowledge or the like upon some other person so he envies him and the enviers are two types one who envies and hates in his heart but does not Approach the envied in any way. You find him distressed and grieved because Allah bestowed favors on others, but he does not transgress towards the envied, the one whom he envies. And the real evil and all evil is in the one Who, the envier, who envies. And from his envy is Al-Ain, the evil eye. Which strikes by its influence. The envied one. So how do you find him now? You find this type. of a person, the envier, hating, disliking, to see the favor bestowed upon someone, so when he feels this in himself, feels this restriction and hate and, and dislike, then comes from his evil soul, an influence, which we cannot describe, because it is unknown and so it strikes the envied and it can cause him death or or illness or insanity to the degree that such influence may stop certain tools made from iron and the like to work and to function. And it may strike a car, and it malfunctions and stops or breaks. This envy of the eye is true. It strikes by the will and leave of Allah. So Allah mentioned here, Al-Ghasiq, the darkness of the night, and the witchcraft and sorcerers who blow on the knots, and the Envier and who envies because afflictions in all of these three cases takes place secretly in hidden ways. The light, the darkness is a shield and a cover and it envelopes as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala described al-layl the darkness of the night in 92:1 1 in surah الليل والليل إذا يغشى. so therein there is evil and it is unknown hidden by the night as it in influence And في العقد this magic is hidden not known Similarly, the envy of the envier of the evil eye is hidden. This influence of the eye comes from a person whom you think he is most beloved to you. And you are the most beloved to him. Yet, despite, he strikes you by his evil eye. That's why Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala mentioned these three things in particular. Otherwise, they fall under the statement "min Sharri ma khalaq" from the evil of that which He created. But He particular particularized their mention here because of the calamity and the and the afflictions they they, they bring in hidden ways. And if someone says and asks the question, "What is the way to?" rid oneself from these three evils the answer is that we say the way is that the person attaches his heart with Allah and resigns his affairs to him and manifests the real tawakkul, the real reliance and dependence upon him and uses the legal remembrances which act as a fortress to preserve and protect himself from the evils mentioned. And what has been recently noticed from the appearance of these sorcerers and enviers and the like, and of their influence is because of the heedlessness and negligence regarding Allah by people and the weakness of their dependence upon Him and the lack of proper use of these legal remembrances al awrad al Otherwise we know that these remembrances are a strong forces more powerful than the dam of Ya'juj wa Ma'juj, Mog and Gego. Unfortunately many people don't know these remembrances and Many of those who know are negligent. And many of those who know. But they recite them. While their hearts is unattentive. All of this is deficiency. If people would use these remembrances in accordance with the way of sharia. Then they will be safe from many of these evils. We seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. From all forms of evils. This brings the end of And now we move to the last surah in the Qur'an, and this is surah an nas قُلْ أَعَوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ مَلِكِ النَّاسِ إله النَّاسِ مِنْ شَرِّ الْوَسْوَاسِ الْخَنَّاسِ الَّذِي يُوَسْوِسُ فِي صُدُورِ النَّاسِ مِنَ الْجِنَّةِ والناس. قل أعوذ برب الناس. I seek refuge in the Rabb of the What is the meaning of Rabb? Rabb means the one who creates the Creator, the one who runs the affairs, the one who possesses everything. He is the Rabb of mankind, and the Rabb of the angels, and the Rabb of the jinn, and the Rabb of the heavens, and the Rabb of the earth, and the Rabb of the sun, and the Rabb of the moon, the Rabb of everything. But here there is a particularization. Why did Allah choose mankind here to say, I seek refuge with the Lord or the Rabb of mankind? Because there is a relevance. As we shall see. Malikin nas, the King of mankind, who has the upper authority and perfect disposal of all affairs, and he is Allah Azza wa Jal. Ilahin nas, the Ilah of mankind, the one who deserves worship alone, whom the hearts deify and love and magnify, is Allah Azza wa Jal. من شر الوسواث الخنّاس From the evil of the waswas. الخنّاس الوسواث is is an infinitive. And waswasa is what's thrown in the heart from thoughts, delusions, imaginations that are unreal. This is waswasa, whispers, whispering. This waswasa is the devil. Allah described him as khannas. the one who withdraws and turns away and runs away when the mention of Allah's name is made and that he is shaitan and that's why when the pronouncement for salah which is called the adhan is made the shaitan takes to his heels breaking wind passes wind with noise so that he doesn't hear the adhan and when the adhan is complete he returns until the iqama is made then again he Takes to his heels. And when the iqama is done, he returns. And to divert the believer's attention from his salah and make, and makes him remember things which he does not recall to his mind, before the prayer, and that causes him to forget, how much he has prayed, this came in the Hadith, all of this, in Al-Bukhari, Volume 1, Hadith 582, and that's why it came in one report, if the, Shayateen, comes out, bil بِالْأَذَانِ then rush to Adhan these are the shayatin which may appear uh, to the person during his travel as if there are some frightening objects and images and the like so if the person makes takbir mentioning the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they will go away this author this report came in the musnad of Imam Ahmed then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned min al jinnati wal nas meaning this whispering may come from the jinn meaning the jinn or mankind from the children of Adam As to the whispering of the jinns, it is apparent because the jinn, the shaitan, flows in the children of Adam like the flow of blood. As to the whispers of men, many are those who come to the person inspiring him to do evil and beautifying this in his heart, so that he takes by their words, and then goes to do the evil. Now these three surahs, Al-Ikhlas, one, twelve, Wal-Falaq, one, thirteen, and Wal-Nas, one, fourteen, the Prophet ﷺ, whenever he went to bed, every night, He used to cup his hands together and blow over it, reciting Al-Ikhlas 112, Al-Falaq 113, and An-Nas nas 114, and then rub his hands over Whatever parts of his body he has, or he was able to rub, starting with his head, face, and front of his body. And he used to do that three times, as in Al-Bukhari, Volume 6, Hadith 536. And sometimes he would recite them at the end following the obligatory prayers. And therefore the person should seek the sunnah in terms of their recitation in their proper places as came from the way of the Prophet ﷺ. And by this we conclude, alhamdulillah. This part from the Northern Quran, and this is part of Surah al-Naba. wallahu Taala Taala waAalim, nihmudhu Subhanahu wa Taala waNasaluhu, an yajala ma sami'na Makes that which we heard an evidence for us to work accordingly. And to benefit from and not an evidence against us and to accept this effort from us and to make it sincere and a benefit for me and all of you Muhammad